Oh, you're the tough guy. Oh, Unsophisticated X5. Oh, of course. You doing your own stunts now? Real cute. Real cute. You quit with the magic and fight fair! Oh, shit. It's not a fair fight. Anything wrong? Yeah, but why'd you run? A little over the top, don't you think? All the shadow play. I thought it was spot on. Hello and welcome to us beginning to still find our glorious purpose. It's episode two of season two of Keeping It Low Key. I'm Ethan, and I'm Ian. Ah, I knew I knew you were gonna do that. Just came if you've not listened sat to this down week, on that, yeah. yeah. If you've not listened to this week's episode of Best Film Ever, we went into some uh, uh, egregious character development of how to do that. The tone of that final welcome, the cadence, the cadence, so the cadence. audience knows the yeah. list is over. <laughs> Next time, I'm just gonna do a massive pause, J just just so everyone knows this is the final one but we're here uh when this releases it will be the day before it'll be the thursday it's the day before episode three of loki uh releases as we do episode two breaking brad yeah an episode yeah. yeah it's a good title it's released yeah um i think our uh i think our plan i think yeah. is to be caught up by next marvel monday he, he's hoping here's hoping here's hoping yeah. if the timeline does not splinter um maybe maybe but if not we'll always have breaking brad hmm. you know i used to be one of those people that bitched and moaned and i was like oh it's really stupid that they moved you know all the the disney plus stuff to wednesday because it makes sense to release it on friday but then marvel monday happened and we went oh we'll release on a monday and that meant that you know i have from wednesday to sunday night to get an episode ready and then for whatever reason they went what if we released this show on friday instead yeah so I, I can't even think of i got the monkey the monkey's paw i got the monkey yeah because i can't make it any better than that uh no. you know loki doesn't really fit anything mobius monday well, that's marvel monday <laughs> um sylvie saturday sylvie sunday it's even worse so uh, tva tuesday but we already oh, released on a tuesday yeah, we so released, I, we released on tuesday yeah. that ain't changed tva thursday but at that point it's been almost a full week and we've lost yeah exactly we've lost the oomph <laughs> speaking of well, losing the oomph let's <laughs> <laughs> let's let's jump let's jump into episode two so we had some predictions and i think almost all of them got most of them is one that we still might have about but most of them got utterly abashed yeah uh so so let's let's listen to us be completely wrong so marvel logo as usual and we see loki and mobius appear in london in 1977 on the sacred timeline for a it's a, it seems to be a premiere a big london film premiere and loki is certain that sylvie won't be here because he says you know it's too quiet it's too safe there isn't anything crazy going around this isn't for her but mobius says that the reason that they're there is because x5's tempad went dark around about here and it's for a movie called zaniac starring x5 and i feel and maybe this is me going i like a little bit of context i like i, I like that you can jump in to this episode but i feel like there's an like if someone told me there was an episode missing between this and the previous one i'd i'd believe them i would believe them if they said that there was an episode that i missed i don't know x5 well enough um that too that we got that introduced too. to him and he doesn't look anything he doesn't look anything like he did doesn't sound anything like no. he did. his personality is different i'm like who, oh my god who's this new character oh he's an existing wait who is it's the it? same wait, guy wait, wait he's that guy like that was yeah. that was kind of my thought process i thought surely there's something bit oh no he's just the guy we met last mm. episode who i don't care enough about yet yeah it was uh no respect to the actor i thought he was really funny as brad but yeah but uh mobius thinks oh maybe maybe x5's undercover 
but um, X5 is schmoozing with interviewers and he gets interviewed by loads of people asking about his love life and, you know, the, how the film's going. And then Mobius asks him, you know, are they going to get a sequel for, for all the fans? And uh, after a bit of uh, to and fro about, oh, you know, it's good to see you and Loki and blah, blah, blah. Let's get a drink. X5 runs away. And as he runs away, he gets accosted by a fan, but it's actually B-15, uh, who's able to steal his tempad that's been ever so slightly altered. And Loki is furious and blasting with some green magic uh, on Brad X5. I'm going to say Brad because it's it's less, uh, less effort to put into that. And uh, he runs away from Lokius and Mobius. Loki and Mobius. There we go. Lokius and Moby. And... Um, he gets confronted by a bunch of British hooligans calling him a fancy boy and a, and a rich boy. Uh, and he goes to fight them and tries to bash one of their skulls in, essentially, with a metal pipe. But they're little ghosts. They're, they're low-key illusions. And Loki says, you know, oh, you're acting very unsophisticated. And Brad's upset because he says it's not a fair fight. But Loki's still very pissed off and trying to be... Avengers 1 Loki, I guess, being like, oh, it was never going to be a fair fight. And he corners X5 with multiple versions of himself. And he uses shadow magic like he's Dr. Facilier in, uh, is it Princess and the Frog? And the shadows have his Loki horn helmet. It looks visually cool. And uh, Mobius, like, maybe you should just like calm down to one of the Lokis, but turns out that's not the real Loki, it's the Loki to his left. And he says, oh no, Loki, I think it was spot on. Opening credits, X5 is now in the TVA jail uniform, and he's being questioned by B-15 about what he did to alter this tempad. It's a lot that happens, but I think we, I, I keep going, oh wow, this would have been crazy if I knew more about who X5 was and not, he shows up and the next time, the, the next scene that we basically see him in is yep. this episode. And I'm not struggling, but it feels like I've missed something in the equation. Yeah, they wanted this to be a Sylvie misdirect, and then when it's X5, I don't care if he still was right as Tempad or not. It's, um, I don't know him well enough for me to be the twist I think it, they're trying to establish it as. Um, yeah. Um, I'm coming up a little bit. I ain't got much sleep last night, Ethan. For being honest, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I got gout. I got gout. An and awful thing to have. It's it's terrible. Jeez, I turned forty, and now I was like, well, probably. It's like every couple of years, I get it. It's like four days, four days of hell, yeah. and then it's over. But I went went up to go to bed last night, and I'm like, oh my my foot kind of hurts. I'm like, oh, it's better not be what I think it is. And then at one a.m. I woke up and went, yeah, it's that. And at three a.m. I woke up and went. Ooh, that really hurts. And that was the last time I slept. So, um, oh my God. Yeah, it's been like 14, 15 hours later. So, I'm having a hard time putting my uh, putting my thoughts together. I do apologize. Your foot on this. Yeah, yeah. My foot's not exactly on the pedal on this one. I'm trying to keep it away from pedals. I'm going to, I'll breeze through this as quick as I no, can. No, you're fine. Then. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, I'll just, just be a bit, I'll just be a bit cantankerous about it all if, if, uh, if needs be i guess it was cool to see the loki magic obviously in season one yeah. uh, loki was a prisoner for much of it so i kind of forgot he could do half his stuff i'm being 100 percent honest i was like all right yeah, yeah he can he can uh he can do these things and go these places i because you want it to be a, a reveal like is this better served i know why they put sylvie at the end of episode one in the post credit scene but is this better served as the post credit scene as he goes ahead and jumps on on we, we see him kind of you know walking into a casting room or something like that we're like well what's this about so at least there's a, a breadcrumb that gets us here and by, by, i don't know and by entering yeah. the sacred timeline is he not just splintered the sacred timeline because this isn't what was supposed to happen so how From can it be sacred he's he's replaced him what is he he's replaced himself but the real question then becomes where, where, where's the real brand where's the real brand that was a celebrity because they say let's, like not, his, let's not question this they say his rise was almost instantaneous which suggests there's something 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 has interfered i would have thought it, yeah it, there's some timeline shenanigans i guess this episode and they kind of air it out and they kind of don't and yeah. i guess the whole point is he wants to hide in the one timeline that he know won't get carpet bombed 
Yeah, but it's yeah. I feel like I've there. There is like twenty to thirty minutes of an episode that's missing between yeah. these two. Uh, also, I found out what what an Ouroboros is. Do you, do you know what what an Ouroboros is? Uh it's like the. If I'm no, I'm thinking of the the Northern Lights. I don't think I'm correct. There. No, that's that that that's that's Aurora Borealis. There, yeah, there yeah. we go. No, Ouroboros is uh, it's the snake that's eating its own tail, so it's forever. You see it in bracelets a lot, yeah. so it's oh. it's forever being reborn, but forever devouring itself. Um, okay, yeah. So I huh. thought interesting. That's an interesting. I probably should have waited till we met Ob again, but I thought, hey, yeah. I'll bring it up now. Um. Yeah. Actually, that's a that's a that's a good time because we're about to see Obi. Ah, oh, there we go. There we are. Yeah, but no, we're about to see the snake eating his own tail because uh, Obi is trying really hard to fix the temporal loom, and it's uh, still in some rough shape. And uh, I'll tell you he, what, this whole yeah. concept of temporal looms in some rough shape. I'm, oh, I'm not buying the lore they're bringing out for this season. Oh, I, 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 I love, I love when a when a season when it, when a show's like. Hey, here's this thing we've established, and in the second season, because they get it happens so much, like we got a, we got a bigger budget, and we get more time, more episodes, new thing, yeah, and I love it. It's great, but like I, you, you could always tell, and I, I it, it's it's fun. I find that part fun. I think I'm mad still at quantum mania for basically doing this and i'm going no no i'm not sitting around while you just invent a million new things no 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 not having it not having it give me owen wilson and loki in a buddy cop movie that's all i want that's all i want <laughs> so yeah obi's uh goes to look at this uh altered tempad and uh he asks loki and uh mobius if you know, is this a higher priority than the temporal meltdown? And looks like, oh, no, 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 we'll do that, we'll do that. And uh, Obi gives them the tempad manual, the the TVA guide that he wrote. And we go to B fifteen and Casium. Kate, you know what? They're Casey, mentioning just one second. Yeah, they're yeah. mentioning how he wrote this way too many times. Yeah, I know, right? There is something that's going to be hidden in that manual, but they're going to go back to him about, and it's going to be a major plot point. Um, I don't know where I stand on my prediction. The more you say it, the more it feels like some kind of plausible thing. Even if he's not directly linked, he's still... Unless he's constantly in a state of regeneration himself, and right now he's hidden to his actual true purpose, which will devour the OB we've come to know and reveal the OB who's really he who remains, who's really another version of Miss Minutes, something like this. Maybe. Because we're uh, we're with B-15 and Casey right now, and Casey... Went from being in like what two episodes in season one yeah, to K now. Casey's now like main cast. Yeah, he he's gone from I don't know like Andy Dwyer season two to Andy Dwyer <laughs> season five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he he's got billing now. He yeah. is important. Yeah. So my my theory, I think Casey's gonna fucking die. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kate, because. Casey is like is like OB. He's just like a lovable little scamp. And there's a scene later between those two. Where I go. I'm really really sad if 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 OB kills uh, Casey because you know. Ooh, ooh. Well, if this is designed, I'm to go, a miserable man. The question I guess we have to ask ourselves is: Is this designed to go more than two seasons? If it's designed to go more than two seasons, then someone's got to die this year. You got to have some stakes. And I don't think it would go past one season. But yeah, I mean, either, we're but here currently. Else. So, yeah. so um, there's got to be some stakes. Maybe he makes the most sense. We'll, we'll, we'll create a guy mm. who can die, and then nothing really gets in the way of what we want to do with our timeline. Um, mm. Pardon he's, the pun. He's, he's your Stranger Things lovable character of this season, you know. I guess so. I, don't, I don't know yeah. things. So yeah, but I guess we're gonna invent yeah. someone so that we can we we can lose that someone without losing a principal member of the cast. Really? Yeah. Every every for whatever every bloody season of Stranger Things, they go here's a lovable character, be it Bob or well, uh, Sean In case I do ever watch it, jeez. I thought you saw the first episode. That's Bob's character. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, you're hundred yeah. percent right. I've Bob in season one. I tried. We love Bob. She, yeah. It, yeah. It's an acquired taste. Show should have ended a while ago, and only season five is coming out. It's been nearly ten years. Magic. Anyway, yeah. Casey 
has been looking into uh, Renslayer's disappearance, and uh, he says that it's taking a lot more time because Miss Minutes is still down, so they're having to manually go through all the Tempad data to trace through the extra branches as well, so he, it's like a needle in a haystack. But he did find, however, that Renslayer deleted her Tempad data and uh, was able to see who she sent her final message to. Miss Minutes. And then they go to uh, Loki and Mobius, who are very much struggling to unlock the altered Tempad. And uh, turns out Miss Minutes is still helping Renslayer. And Loki mentions to everyone a very important detail that he probably shouldn't brought up before, that Renslayer was working with He Who Remains in the audio he heard. And uh, Casey offers to fix the altered Tempad because Brad said that it uh, hides your location. It, it, it's able to blog that and it's like, oh no, it's not, that's not what it does. I'll show you what it does. And uh, he's memorized the TVA guidebook written by OB. Mm -hmm. I'm on that for later. And uh, with the Tempad now off their plate, Moby and Loki go to interrogate Brad Wolf or X5. Brad's an arsehole, uh, says Mobius, so you can't let him get under your skin. And that's directed to Loki. And they go in and Brad's all cocky and smug because he's a higher rank than Loki and Mobius and then B-15. And uh, Loki asks, you know, what did you do with the Tempad? Well, it, it blocks the trackers. It doesn't. And uh, Brad again is like, none of you are qualified. And B-15 dismisses him because, you know, he left his post, but he doesn't care because he doesn't care that there are lives at stake because none of this is real to him. None of it matters. And then he tries to really piss Loki off and he's, he's you know, oh, you make everything more awful. Loki's the problem. And uh, every time, you know, uh, Loki and Sylvie try to fix it, they make it worse. And, you know, you're just trying to make up all the pathetic, awful things you did in your life. And you're the problem. And. You're not special, and at the end of the day, Loki, you just make everything worse for everyone, including your mother, who died in Thor 2. Is he wrong about any of this? No, he's completely right. Yeah. He, he He's none right. Of it, none of it is real. But TV, no, this is, this is the, the thing that was created to get in the way of reality, whatever that might mean. And, uh, you know, you're a loser. Loki breathes in and out. And uh, he's like, he says, you know, you're a villain. You should be a villain. You're good at that. Do that. And he laughs and he does that spooky, scary, imitating, intimidating monologue that he did in the first ever episode of this season. And it doesn't work. And I, I kind of hate this scene. Uh, I like the, the the cliche that I hate with this show that they do a lot is. Wow, has Loki turned evil this time? He's just been biting. Wow, no, no, he's yeah, not. He's not. Is, there are four times this episode that they do it, and do I, you, I bloody hate it. Do you think they're going for that with us, or is it just? I guess they do withhold it from us. But are you really? Do you really think it's a genuine attempt to psych us out? I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to be an inside joke for us to go. Oh, look, he's done this before. Yeah. But the last time that we saw Loki be truly, truly evil was 10 years ago in 2013 in Thor 2. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to turn evil, um, short of a time to have done that would have been after Sylvie kicked him through the time door. Not, yeah. not now. The, the um, man who was so terrified he was nearly crying last episode and is very much hell-bent on saving everyone yeah. and everything. Risked every bit of his life to go, yeah, yeah, yeah I just don't buy it. I, I, I've, I, the whole point of episode, the first ever episode, and we said it then where he has the clip show. Remember yeah, the clip show? clip show? The whole point of that was to, for us to progress through the, at that point, what, 2012. So six extra years of character development we had across the films is so he can get to that point. Plus, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he busts on him for his mother dying. But that happens to prime timeline Loki. Yeah. So how guilty is he supposed to feel because of something that he watched in his clip show? I guess the the the, the whole thing with that clip show is the implication is obviously like this is what's going to happen. It goes to Christmas, past, present, and well, future is, type thing. This yeah. is what would have happened if you hadn't left, but you have left. 
if a man takes me to a little clip show room and says, hey, Ethan, if you continue doing this one specific thing, your mum will die. I'll yeah. go, cool. But to him, it's... I won't, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to change my ways. I won't feel guilty for that. If he gets moved after he kills, after his mum dies, yeah. if then he becomes a variant and leaves the, the sacred timeline, totally valid point. But he's giving him a grief about something that the, that the main version, not the variant version of him has done. We went through all of these oh. like emotional character beats in episode one. And also in episode five, when we had uh, Richard Richard E. Grant's Loki, because yep. he's like, I was Loki in Infinity War, and I fucked off, and I dealt with that. So he, you've seen every possible version of you, past your past, like surviving Thanos, mm -hmm. past you, you know, you. He's established who he is, and I get that this is just for Brad, and this is just to go. Look, Lo Brad's wrong that Loki can't chat. I get, I get it. I think, I don't I don't need it four times. No, I, I don't need it four times. I think Brad's thing. I think Brad's here is just it's just bad writing. I think it's going. The audience isn't going to remember because they've experienced Loki. They've experienced um, Rene Russo's character. What was her name? Uh, Frigga. Yeah, I think? That's it, Frigga. Yeah, they've they've experienced friggin' dying in Thor two, so they're going. We're gonna pull on. That's the biggest punch. You want because we know mm. that Loki and his mom are close, but this Loki never did this to his mom. No, no. It's like it's like blaming Scrooge for the hypothetical future. It's like if Scrooge comes back <laughs> and I was like, "You're a good man, Scrooge." He goes, "You weren't. You let Tiny Tim die." No, no, no. This the, the, <laughs> the projection of who I would have turned out to be let Tiny Tim die. I'm all right. You know, in, in Loki's in Loki variants world, Frigga still alive. Yeah, it's it, this is so dumb. For for now, to be fair, Lo technically, technically, I've come to the the understanding they're all dead. So his mum is definitely dead because yeah, that timeline got pruned. But then so but, is everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So th th there's a different thing there that I'm sure Loki's having to unpack anyway. Weird thing, we've never gone to that. No, nah, this season. is just lazy writing. Yeah. Anyway, Loki's like, I need to know where Sylvie is. And Brad says, he needs therapy. It's not funny. I get that Brad is supposed to be the worst person. I really get that. And I, I, I it's either really good writing, they made such an annoying prick, or bad writing. Because they've un they've accidentally made an oh yeah I mean he, he's supposed he's supposed to be unlikable so the question yeah. is is this intentionally done so to help um, what's the opposite of endear uh, aggravate I guess the audience yeah. to him um or is it just or is it just poorly written dialogue for this is what a villain would say yeah okay I don't think it's purposely done because all yeah, of the humor this a lot of the humor this episode fell very flat for me. Not this one joke that Mobius says just now, which is knock knock. Who's there? Brad. Brad who? That showbiz. That was great. Oh, that was a good line. Yeah. That was that was great. And uh, you know, they want to sort this out so Brad can go back and be an actor in the sacred timeline and Brad doesn't buy it. Well, they're That's doing good cop, bad cop, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets under Mobius's skin, you know, about the life he never had, and the TVA is not your real home, Mobius isn't even your real it's not your real name. Who might be waiting for you when you get back there until you wake up because you're a sheep? You're nothing. This was really difficult for me because Brad's continues to make a lot of sense. So I know who I'm who I have allegiance to. I have allegiance to the, <laughs> it's the only reason why I'm still sort of not on team yeah. Brad because everything Brad says makes a hell of a everything Brad's saying is what Loki's argument was in episode one. Yeah, I guess it. I'm gonna broken clocks right twice yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. Brad's, Brad's right, correct. but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, Brad's right for the wrong reasons, but he still got that. He solved the equation, just not in the correct way. Yeah. Um. And like, I get it, but I think if Mobius, Mobius has one thing he can say. I know that, but I have a duty to the the universe. That that's the. He, he has a sole duty to, to stop everyone dying. That's the, e it's the easiest thing. But obviously, like, emotions and stuff. So Mobius punches him and loses it and calls him a very silly man. Yep. Uh, so Loki's like, okay, we're going to calm, we're going to calm down and go eat pie. And Mobius has really good pie taste because he wants key lime pie. But they're eating very clearly plastic pie with real. Oh, are they? Oh, 
I yeah. I saw this and went, I don't know if I ever had key lime pie. I want to I want to believe I've had key lime pie. I don't know. Mm. It's not really a British thing, is it? No, uh we have like we have l- we kind of have key lime pie, but it's not that like neon green yeah. that American ones seem to be. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lemon uh was it was it yeah, like lemon uh meringue pie kind of guy. it's not exactly like a new food in in the uk geez I, oh no i just i love a lemon meringue when pie. i was a kid That's lemon like meringue was my favorite when i was a kid so good yeah i've got a i'll be honest with you i got half term coming up and as well as alongside a couple of side projects i do have a pie recipe that i've got mm-hmm. saved on my phone that it will be a project one day so I'm gonna see how that goes. Chocolate peanut, chocolate peanut butter week. pie. That's what I'm after. Ooh, oh, that's good. Yeah, British that people lovely. British people won't like it, but because uh, no, they hate peanut butter for some reason, I have no idea why. But, oh, but I, yeah, I my favorite thing as a kid uh, was was a PB and J. I loved yeah, it. PB, I love PB a PB. Great. Yeah, and I had friends. Over. I must have been like six, seven. And you know what? The two things that you know kids love sweet things. Yeah. And sandwiches. Yep. And sweet sa- So obviously, Brent goes, PB and J. That makes sense. Kids will love that. Have a have a Yazoo. Perfect. Yep. Perfect lunch. Every kid was like, this is gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. And I'm like, didn't didn't get it. Uh, I think yeah, it's, it uh, must be a British thing. Yeah, it must be a British thing. But uh, you know, uh Loki's saying, you know, oh, no, it's fine, because Mobius admits that uh his attack wasn't tactical and he'd lost it, and Loki brings up Oh, you know, well, I got rage for once because so so much that I pushed Iron Man out of a building because I couldn't possess him. That was a tactical. Uh, the day we record this, Iron Man is officially dead. I said this last week, but officially, Iron Man died today. Well, on on, on our timeline, like on a, on our timeline, as yeah, we record uh, this, October eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, he officially that's the date of the, the, the final battle in Endgame. He's officially dead and so is Black Widow. Well, you know, it was he died ine- in twenty fourteen. It was inevitable. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And um, you know, they, they say that sometimes uh we need to get uh you know, our emotions get the better of us, so we need to deal with this concept uh that that's around us, because uh Loki asked Mobius, you know, have you never thought about checking out what your life could have been? And I really like this conversation because um, Mobius is like, well, that's the last thing I want to think about. I don't want to think about it because it's not my life. My life is the TVA. It's this pie. I want to thank the guy who kidnapped me because this is the only life I've ever known. And Loki asks, well, don't you want to know if, if it's like bad? And he's like, no, I, I can handle bad. Yeah. But something that's good, I I can't, I don't want to know. And I I love that. Yeah. I wonder. Because clearly this series is season seems to be heading we're gonna have to say goodbye to someone. Theoretically. I want I want I feel Mobius's story has to end with him getting to finally see that life. It's gotta Cause even him. says it's gotta end with him on a jet ski, doesn't it? Yeah, because he even says last thing's like, maybe on a jet ski. Yeah. Wow. Who yep. thought of that? Um and, uh, you know, Loki says that X5 won't talk, so they need to up their levels because they think he knows where Sylvie is, thanks to his tempad. And they think that X5's founder, but didn't turn her in because he wants to live on the timeline. So they need to get him to admit it. Meanwhile, Obi is trying to rejig the temporal loom and can't get the commands to work because the access always seems to be denied when he wants to open the uh, the blast doors. So we then go back to Brad and uh, Loki and Mobius, and they bring in this big torture interrogation machine. But oh, Mobius, Loki says we forgot the the controller. So Mobius goes outside, and Loki then shuts the door and locks it, and so so he can harm Brad, and he, he acts all evil again. And I don't believe it for a goddamn second. But the music tells me I should. Oh, I, th- I think they got me. I do. I was really dubious, and the longer it went, I went, "Okay, they're really committing to this bit." So <laughs> I think, I think they turned my uh, my. Step- it goes on a lot longer than it, you expect. It goes on you a think lot it, longer than I expect. Yeah, it's like six minutes. Yeah, it's like with two minutes. I'm like, eh, okay, six minutes. It's it's a fun scene. I won't like because uh, the box. 
the the torture device creates these boxes which could crush things well once that comes out then i'm back on okay this is just a setup yeah because you're creating okay here's stakes as opposed to something more but make it smaller 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 you're giving them the chance to get yeah yeah, just was kind of yeah yeah it is and uh, the, this big orange translucent box appears around Brad and slowly gets smaller. And Brad's like, okay, I bailed on the mission to find Sylvie after I discovered her location, blah, blah, blah. And it gets too small for him and he's he's screaming for help. I mean, uh, at the same time, Mobius is pounding at the door going, Loki, no, don't do this. You're better than this. You're not evil. You're not a villain. Uh, and then he just stops at some point. I made sure to listen. He just stops. So I, I think he gave up. And, uh, you know, Brad finally admits exactly where Sylvie is in her new life. And Mobius enters like, well, that was really easy. Good good job, man. Well, it was really, it was really, really good. Wow. And uh, it was all a ploy. I, I never would have guessed. Yeah. And uh, Sylvie's on uh, a branch and Brad's going to take them to uh, see him. Meanwhile, Casey and B-15 are... are, Her name's B-15 because this is the B-plot. They meet with OB, who is saying, you know, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, because the system issue with the blast doors, and Casey gets to fanboy out because this is the OB who wrote the guidebook, and he asks him to sign his copy, and this is where OB's going to kill Casey. And it's going to be really sad for everyone. Mm, good shout. If if this if this if this villain if the villain theory happens, this is how you do it. So B fifteen's like, forget the autograph. How? Why are we going to die? And it turns out, the person who designed the room, which is he who remains, is the only one who can open the blast doors, you know, manually. But he can't because he's dead. So. They need to find Miss Minutes and convince her to override the door lock. So, how do you convince a sentient evil AI to open the doors? To, you know, do the one thing she was programmed not to do. Before we can question that, and I guess we might sort that out next episode, but something might get in the way. We're in Oklahoma in 1982 at a Mickey D's. And uh, this is, I love it. I love an advert for McDonald's during my, I say advert, like it makes sense. This is fine. It's an advert, but like it makes sense to the plot. Yeah, nice. Indeed. And, uh, you know, Loki goes to see Sylvie, who's now working at Macca's. If you're from uh, Australia or New Zealand, Mackey's here in the UK. I don't know what Americans call it. Uh, can Golden we, Arches. Can we call it Mickey D's? Mickey D's. Mickey D's. Mickey D's. And uh, he's like, she's like, okay, you know what? Fine. I don't want to see you because she's really happy. And then she turns her head ever so slightly, and she dr- her face drops. And I, I can't. I really do like that. Her story is just this woman who, for hundreds of years now, has just battled against all the odds of the the universe, the multiverse, and the most quaint, like plain suburban midwestern life is is what brings her joy i love that it's the simplicity in life that that gets the the oldest of gods i guess and um she says okay fine i don't want to talk to you but i have a break in five minutes and brad is impatient and he really wants to leave the branch timeline for some some reason and uh Sylvie has a life, she's a truck she's a job i don't know if she has a house i think she's living in her truck right now I don't know how much Mickey D's pays in 1982. Not enough for a house, I'm sure. No. And also, again, the great question is, how does she create her life? I'm She is magic. I'm sure she can magic up an ID and whatever. I, I don't care. <laughs> um, and he says, you know, I know I'm the last person you want to see, but I'm not here to make trouble. I just need your help. And he tells her about how the TVA has got all the problems, all the timelines are branching, and he's seen the past and the present and the future of the TVA and he saw her and wants to know why she was there. And so he says, I don't I don't want to go back. And I'd be happy to see the TVA burn, but I don't ever want to go back. And she says that the future can't have already been written because we changed that. We the future isn't like one separate thing now. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to want to do anything with Loki's TVA problems, and he begs her for help, because without the TVA, her new life is gone. And uh, 
We get to Mobius giving, which is definitely, I'm sure, airing on some McDonald's ad where he's like, well, you know, I thought this was a setup, but you just gave us some really tasty food. This is great. You know, I love an apple pie. M- yeah. McDonald's apple pie, tasty. Love a McDonald's apple pie. They burn the roof of your mouth, but they're lovely. They're, yeah. um, and Brad's like, come on, we can go. This thing can, can it, you can have it to go. You can have it on the go. You can have it anywhere. Isn't that, it's fast food. It's takeaway. We can go. And um, it turns out, you know, he has a reason that he wants to leave. And Moby says, this, this is a setup. This is the setup. And uh, turns out this Scottish lady, who is called Doc or Docs, uh, th- there's, it's always a plural for some reason, uh, her branch of uh, TVA agents are planning to carpet bomb and prune every single branch that isn't the sacred timeline. And uh, Brad then tells uh, Loki and Mobius and Sylvie, but first with the lie of, uh, Zaniacs, get in a sequel, you're all invited. And then he tells the truth, and B-15 calls them back because she and Casey are watching all the branches be pruned, and uh, Docs is going to kill all of them, so uh, they throw uh, Brad back into the TVA, and Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie enter wherever the TVA agents are sending all their bombs and reset charges, and they're connected, like a video game, to one central control panel. So they all fight, and it goes on for 30 seconds. And Docs, the Scottish lady, says, you know, the mission's been compromised, so they're just going to set off what bombs they can, even if it doesn't hit all the branches. But she also says at the same time, they're too late. Yep. We've been compromised, but they're too late. Fine. Um, And uh, Loki and Sylvie join hands to do a big power attack, and Sylvie says, you know, don't overthink it. Funny. And uh, they destroy the machine before everyone on the branches can be killed. Docs gets arrested, and we find out as well that some of her loyalists have escaped. So they're still somewhere, probably still pruning timelines. And uh, we go back to the TVA, and everyone's watching in horror as all the branches on the screen slowly fade and retract as they're pruned, and B-15 cries and says, you know, those were people, those were lives, millions and billions of people who've just been wiped from reality. And Sylvie's horrified, and Casey breaks the tension because he's got a hit on where Renslayer's tempad is. And uh, they all look to find out, and Sylvie uses that to try and escape and go back to her branch, but Loki tries to stop her, and he's like, well, we tried everything we could. And she's like, it's not an excuse, that's a, ter- that's a terrible excuse. And she says, you know, the TVA's broken, it's rotten, it needs to stop, and she's going to go home if it's still there. And Loki wants her to stay, but, you know, she doesn't, and everyone in the room's upset and defeated. We go back to Sylvie's branch. Well, yeah, because you see, I mean, the screen's completely yeah, like it's it's gone. Everything's within those two lines again, and it's just like we remember yeah. where it was and we see where mm. it is. And I thought they did a pretty good job of suggesting the magnitude of this. I, f- I felt the magnitude. Yeah, I felt I felt that was done well. So yeah. whereas I I crapped on him for Brad being like, <laughs> okay, and so what? <laughs> uh, this felt big. This felt yeah. big, and maybe we could have spent a little bit more time in a couple of other alternate sort of uh, timelines. So that, like again, it would have meant something, even if you're jumping one or two other other uh, timelines. Um, I, I've, I was thinking about this because obviously for us, the branches now include, you know, the what if shows. So if you see seen what if you go, oh, it's that thing and that thing and that yeah. thing and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Andrew Garfield. But and, that's, and, me, but that's yeah. me remembering that. Exactly. Why not go and just have a moment where you're looking for someone. They're not there, but you had a nice moment with a with shopkeeper and then hmm. something else you have a, maybe he's a jerk but either so you have two experiences but then when this is done those got pruned and you're like okay because right now i'm i both felt the magnitude but in the same breath there was no character associated with these it was just a concept that i was told this is really important so somehow i started off by saying i like this and now i'm kind of going you dropped the ball here because this would have been a great chance to have some stakes, single episode stakes, but you could have built something. 
I've been thinking about this a lot, just with the concept of how Marvel do their multiverses, because it's either I know this thing, or we're creating a thing which will event which will immediately be put to the side and never like reflect on it again. And the two things that I always think about, and again, it's comics, so you get so much more time to do it, but is uh, in DC for the 50th anniversary, they killed everything. And they did this thing called Crisis on Infinite Earth. So every possible story, every world, they went, it's dead, it's gone. So, you know, people that have read like random things go, oh, I like that story. Oh, it's gone. Or I like that story. Oh, I understand what they're fighting for. Or Secret Wars 2015, where, where you go, I read this like random Elseworlds story where there were zombies of Spider-Man or this thing or that thing. And you go, oh, I understand. I, I get the stakes because I've got, I've, because in the story, they make you spend time with said characters. Even characters you might not have spent time with before in those 50 years, they, you spend time with within that story before they die and you get a feel for it. Yep. I keep, I kept saying to like in this episode, it feels like there was, we're on episode three, but we've skipped episode two. I really feel. Because this is the problem with the six episode season as well is we've we, you know we ain't got time for that yeah. clearly we breezed through already and I think if you expand it to whatever length that you deem fit you get that second episode you get time to actually explore and understand you know the thing that the show is telling us is the expanding multiverse the branches is a good thing yep. I am yet. To, to see that the o the only thing the only branch that the, this that Loki has shown us is a is a branch where everything is the same but Sylvie works at McDonald's I am yet to see any other yeah. branch yeah it's kind of like the multiverse of madness where yeah we went through a bunch yeah. of stupid stuff like we, oh there's a paint one yeah. and over oh, to this but we really spent time in like two universes yeah and it was like Okay, it's disappointing. I was expecting more shenanigans. And I just... Madness. Some, something needs to mean... Yeah, exactly. Something needs to mean something. And that only happens if you show me. Uh, you know, you showed me a computer screen. Then you showed me a computer screen with, with, with less elements on the graphic. That's really all you did. Yeah. It's not associated to a character. Without character, how is that supposed to be emotion? You know, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Now, not everything's going to be Spider-Man, but... You know, like that meant something because there's like three or four movies or something. It, it, this felt like it was the halfway mark of a series. But this is episode two. But it's episode six. two. If you had, again, if you put an episode two in here, so if this is 2.5 or three or whatever it is you want to call it. Yeah, make, make this make this your halfway point. Exactly take, halfway. Take, and then the next three. Take episode two. Do everything else in the meantime. Show me Buddy going off and becoming an actor. Show me yeah. you've got a hit on his on his temp pad, and that's, that's what we know is going to happen. Yeah. Show me Sylvie working at the McDonald's as your end credit scene. Whatever you want to do. But build up some stakes in a couple of alternate universes that are bouncing around looking for Sylvie as opposed to the first place we went to, he led us right to her. Yeah. And, it's, th it's, and then this will mean something when you have this setback. Because if this is a good thing, oh, I don't know. I feel, this, I feel the weight of it, but not in the set, but in the way that it's the way the music is shot the understanding of how this is a good thing and all of that, but th there's just nothing from the the show that's just, that's gone. Here are different versions. All I have is kid that works at McDonald's with Sylvie, and I guess, that, but because we're about to end the episode, so I'm going to just use this to then end it. We could get to the discussion again. Uh, we go back to Sylvie uh, on her branch, and she's on the hood of her truck, as you know, the southern kid I made fun of last episodes. Uh, leaving she's like she's checking on her and she's uh she says that she'll see him tomorrow and she says you know is, is your mom coming to pick you up and he's like yeah cool good night and she you know she seems kind of happy and but you know forlorn and she starts staring and fiddling at her tempad and then the episode ends and that's great that was really nice mm -hmm. i wish this show kind of showcased more of that same sentiment towards other things yeah. because a lot of it is I've seen people go, oh, no, what if this universe from what if got destroyed? I don't give a shit. Because no, it's all what if the what yeah. if, you know, we don't know. We don't know anything that happened. Um, 
Oh no! Is it one of the babillion things? The someone's like, what if it's the X Men? It's not the X Men timeline. The the yeah. Hugh, the Fox. It's not. No. It's not. It is just the concept of it. Because, and even if it reveal you reveal it in three episodes, or if you reveal it in a movie and a half, mm. it doesn't mean anything because of the distance here. This was a chance for you to provide me with some stakes in the moment. And then it would feel like something actually happened. This is an important battle to win as opposed to, again, just lying. They're playing a video game. That's what they're doing. The thing that kind of is well is obviously time's not supposed to be linear, but it sure as shit is linear for the concept of the show. Because obviously in the grand scheme of time, the way that the the, um, Marvel, uh, the Disney Plus timeline and the official timeline, because they're releasing a book sometime this month which is the official timeline of uh, how to watch the marvel you know just the marvel universe and all the content i don't don't care enough to 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 buy or read it i'm gonna probably watch a youtube video on it because that's less effort i watch on two times speed (laughs) but uh the way that disney plus have outlined this is you watch endgame loki what if loki season two and then everything else so the 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 thing that my brain tells me is the same thing of if you what you know you uh you understand the star wars prequels you go oh god oh what's what's gonna happen with anarchy you watch episode four five and you know what's gonna happen there i know that clearly the multiverse will be fine because there's two movies which is all about the multiverse coming together and still being intact spider-man's and the Doctor Strange one, they're set li- like linearly. They're set after all of this, so clearly it's fine. Yeah, which yeah. I, I don't know. If that's my fault for looking more into it, but it's also just going. We set this at some point. Obviously, there's that. Welcome to feeling bad about people dying because by the time you get to Secret Wars, we're gonna do it again. I won't care, probably, unless the show gets me to. But that's what we're at this thing. faceless universes up to your interpretation, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe it's a universe where Spider-Man's made of bread. Maybe it's a universe where those paint yeah. people. Yeah, like, fine. Like, th- that's the thing. But I feel that there was a lot of emotion that has been lost from speeding us through what could have been a very interesting mm-hmm. character growth. But that was breaking brad what did we think of breaking brad <laughs> I, I was all right it just it just could have been really good yeah and the thing that they'd said this is really good i went is it and this is really important you know i believe the characters but you know you want me to have the same look on my face as they have and i know something big happened they did an effective job of telling me this is really important to these characters just didn't feel big important to me we skipped the stuff that mattered so you know okay my my takeaway from this episode is i have more negatives than positives which is a shame because my negatives are very small like in the grand scheme of things and the positives that i had were things like oh the episode was able to do this with this character, and I really like the conversation with Loki and Mobius. I think that's a very interesting integral part. I like the interactions that Obi and Casey have. I I love the way the show ends, the episode ends, because I actually I I feel that sense of of grief, of sadness that everyone feels, and it it gets hit doubly hard when we go back to Sylvie and we understand you know what she's what what she's fighting for. However, like. Well, I don't know. This is what a forty-minute episode. Maybe twenty minutes of this is is really. It feels like a slog. Mm-hmm. The Brad stuff. I, I if if it's purposely done to be annoying. Good job, writer. If it's not the it, and I don't think it was because most of the humor this episode falls flat. I think it's just it's missing something, and it's missing an episode to make me care. Yep, I agree. Which which is which is a shame. So. Uh, to to get to a more positive thing, you know, what did we like? Favorite little element. You know what? I really like Mobius and uh, Loki's key lime pie scene. Yeah. Where they sort of break down and Mobius talks about his motivations and what this all means for him. Because we've sort of established what it means for Loki. We've established what it means for Sylvie. We've established what it even means for the rest of a TVA around the war room last episode. Mm. 
But what's Mobius's motivation? How's it different from Brad's? And why is it different from Brad's? And it did a good job of me going, because I'm agreeing with Brad for most of it. So going, okay, I'm, I'm, I don't have allegiance to Brad, and I'm aligned to these two, but I need the argument to be good enough that I stay with him. And I was like, all right, I, I buy this. You need to believe the life that you've been living has merit, has value. Mm. And I don't want to see that it would have been better somewhere else, because, wow. So... I thought it was a good reason to sort of ignore what happened. Uh, I kind of like that the McDonald's 1982 Oklahoma universe is kind of our, our, our key other location. I quite like yeah. it. I like the kitschiness. I think the nostalgia of an old school McDonald's uh, you're too young for this, but for people my age and, 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 and slight and older uh, and a little bit younger as well. I mean, this, this, this layout of this McDonald's has massive nostalgia and there's a familiarity yeah thing and therefore and therefore it endears you to this timeline as weird yeah. as that sounds like it like, like what do they do they sound like one of the biggest corporations in the world and i feel it's quaint like like very clever yeah. very clever it makes sense it's like if they they were like we set this in a disneyland and now we have to deal with the fact that this happy disneyland but branch is it's the right era of it though if they said it exactly. in like 2004 mcdonald's i'm like cold corporate but i've yeah. got childhood memories of this and i'm like yes yeah. this was about you how can you know? and that truck that sylvia oh it's a great truck yeah. oh so she's made a nice little life for herself so there's 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 positives and of course hiddleston and owen wilson in general were just good throughout so uh and there was less uh, and i'm i'm not trying to be disrespectful oh what's i'm, I'm terribly sorry is it ki juan quen or uh yeah yeah okay yeah um or boros there was less of him and i felt that was that was that was an okay thing i felt they steered a little yeah. hard into him in the first episode and i'm like i really wanted to be about, about the two characters i love um and sylvie i think i think they're 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 triangle and mm. um i like fleshing out the cast don't get me wrong but yeah it was uh it was better and i like the idea that we've moved on to our um i guess long form storyline when last week felt like it was just the one hour not a bottle episode but here's our here's our plot of the week let's yeah, get let, them out of let, this thing and hit the reset button i think i think we said it was sort of like getting up to speed and regaining like sort of where we go from because it was dealing with let's get ourselves out of the corner that we wrote ourselves into at the end of season one exactly and now we're good so yeah uh yeah yeah i do like that obi is because he is he's just segmented to one little little area so it's either that or because it's one little area and he's the overlooked guy you can get if if it's not your your theory that he he's secretly evil it's that he's always overlooked and he's been overlooked forever and it's not everyone's fault because probably they got their mind wiped and then next time we come back he's he's gone and we we can deal with that and go sure there, there's some and i like that he's he's a common occurrence but he's not like consistently always put he's like every oh it's been to three minutes obi time it is just like here and there so just a constant kind of not drone in the background but like a, a constant like ominous build up in the background i think he's gotta be um sorry i've got work chat i've, I've turned it off now um i think um i think he's gotta be important there's gotta be more to it. oh yeah he can't just be what we see yeah and with the name i think that ties in with it it's not more than it mm. seems uh just the question of you know which version of murray get and let's find out uh, the, the, the thing that it has to be some sort of a like if he's going to be a twist and he's going to be a villain and he needs to be his current version of himself needs to be unaware yeah there's it like we, some kind of because, tragedy be, I'm be, sure. because we see him confused yeah right we see him going why can't i get into this and it's just it's just us and him in the room like we're, exactly. we're aligned to him in that moment so it's got to kind of be almost like old man master who doesn't know he's the master uh, yeah i was gonna say that. you know what i mean so it's gotta be like yeah. it's gotta be like that where all of a sudden then it reveals to him what's gone on his consciousness has been half divided or something like that yeah so yeah uh it's the same thing. it's it's specifically it, it's owen wilson's performance in that scene because it's the way he's like what if it is good? I I can deal with bad. Good, I can't. I I I, I love that. I I really liked that that performance in that scene. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say little grumbles, but we've we've established through them. But we'll, we'll kind of have just like a 
repeat clarification, I guess. Uh, we had a lot. I guess my chief one is um, it just bookends the episode. It's it's stuff about Brad. I sh- it should have meant something when I realized who he was. It didn't. And mm-hmm. then um, forget what if I'm going to call my Marvel spinoff series. So what? <laughs> that's my that's mine. Nice. Yeah, because I these okay. So the timelines got okay. G- let me lose someone it's okay if it's okay if i lose someone it's a multiverse i'm okay let me mm. feel that people died i don't feel people died i just saw yellow lines disappear i i, I do think about because obviously like with, with what if there was a whole thing that the final episode was the multiverse is in danger because there's an evil version of ultron that won in Avengers 2 and he got all of the Infinity Stones and he was able to use the Infinity Stones to see that he was being watched by the Watcher and that there were multiple worlds. So the Watcher broke his oath of just watching and went through the multiverse and found different heroes from the series to fight him across the multiverse at no point. like You go, the, the obvious was, why didn't, why didn't the TVA get involved? Because obviously they're dealing with this, yeah. but they're clearly still do. There are limits, I'm sure. To this is fine, and the multiverse is ripping apart. I don't, I don't. What we need one guy to write some rules because this world, this universe, no longer has rules. Agreed. Continuity. Agreed. What we need, what we need, what we need is we need a Mysterio type character. <laughs> who comes no sir who comes in yeah. and sits us down and goes all right kid here's the rules of the universe and we go oh, okay he goes got it yeah we got it you can kill him in the next scene but we need someone to sit us down and go here are the rules we're all adhering to this aren't we says it can be mm-hmm. kevin feige himself it can be the robot that is called kevin in she hulk the whole the it, they, they, it's a it's a fourth wall breaking show they have like that whole kevin is watching over all of us thing and it's a joke one is like, deadpool it, three one is that i it's supposed to be may next year but they've not even finished filming so i'm sure it's gone well yeah, I'm, I'm yeah thinking it's gonna get, wow. i think it's gonna get pushed back i think it's getting pushed back may 3rd wow that ain't, that ain't coming out I think the Mar- the oh. Marvels is going to be the last MCU thing I think we get for a long while. I've just seen something when I googled, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm gonna. Jeez, uh, it's it's a bit of a. Uh, it'll be very interesting. I'll have to hold on to this until we until we finish the run. Yeah, it's a piece of information I just saw. I went, oh, okay, that's gonna provide a limit on on this series. So there we go. Okay. Yeah uh the 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 it's the 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 inconsistency of the writing this episode because i feel like i've i've been thrown into the i've missed an episode i feel yeah and it's really because i feel the stakes for a chunk of this but there is something missing and it is it is con it is like an episode it is more story but yeah uh, so I'm going to say uh, ratings. We well, we always do before we ratings. do the ratings. Yeah, are we? I usually don't bring up theories. Yeah, but there's one that's been all over my social media. Okay, have you seen a big theory? I, you know what? Because the 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 Twitter or X, if you nasty yeah. algorithm is is so kind of like skewed right now. All I'm seeing is my Star Wars stuff okay. and 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 Godzilla fighting Superman. That's all I've seen this week. I'll tell you what, let's do the ratings then, and then we'll give yeah. people the chance to get out if they don't want to hear the theory. Yeah. Just in case it's that's true not, that's and they a get a idea. spoiler. How's that? Yeah. All right. Um, my episode rating for this one. Oh, I'm so torn. I gave the last one a seven. And there are elements of this that I thought were superior to last episode, but then it drops the ball in other places. And I don't know if I'm, I'm not nearly as excited going into episode three as I was into episode two. You're right. Yeah. So I'm going to go six and a half, six and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it wasn't bad. This was, this was the episode that just dropped a lot of opportunities and should have been better than it was. And, uh, yeah, I think my, my continued presence of Loki being inconsistent throughout is kind of presenting itself here. 
Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, I, I, I was going, when I was thinking of ratings, I was, I was torn between two and I'm going to go the higher one. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a point higher than what I was thinking. And I think that sole point is, uh, the, the, the key lime pie scene. Cause that was great. And the ending, uh, I'm going six. I was like, maybe wow. cause I, yeah. when I first, cause obviously I do two watches cause I watch it first so I can, you know, like yeah. know the story. And then I, I watch it again before we record so I can do notes and, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, this is this is whatever. And the second time I was getting really, really frustrated. Cause a lot of I was either wasn't writing notes because there was nothing happening. I was just going, Brad says something annoying, and then it's like a line. Um But when it gets good, it gets really good. And that, that's the frustrating yep. thing, is I it's it's so like up and down in the quality for me this episode. And that's fine, I guess, because we're on our second episode, and I'm sure. Um, like by the time the series ends, maybe I'll, I'll, I can look back and go, oh, I can see seeds here. Or I can see what this means. And th that's fine. Cause it's an ongoing thing. But in the moment for me right now, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Yep. So th that's our overall thoughts. If you don't want to have any theories or like possible spoilers, uh, go away now. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you on uh, next week's episode, which will definitely be on a Marvel Monday. Oh. Uh, so this will hopefully have given anyone who wasn't wanting to hear this enough time to, to skip off. Yep. So now get, enter off, Ian. get off this timeline. Yeah. All right. Uh, we, we would say, we would say on a see it or skip it. Potentially we live in a house in a very big <laughs> yeah. house. Spoiler country. The theory going around the internet is that the young kid from McDonald's is young Mobius. Fuck. Yeah. I like that. That's that's cute. He looks he looks like a young Owen Wilson type. I'll give him that. And they've purposely gone, let's not have them interact. But he's been in both episodes. There's a connection. There's a connection yeah. between Sylvie and the boy, and she hates the TVA, but she seems to be growing close to him. Yeah, his name's Jack. Yeah, and I was like, isn't it? But your name's not saying, even Mobius. Your name's not really Mobius. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't usually bring bring fan theories and stuff, but it was just everywhere, and I thought, do we address mm. it? So it's an interesting choice, I think, as well for like for Sylvie's character. That'd be very, very interesting. Yeah, I like that. So something to kind of keep an eye on. It could could be nothing. Could be everything. Who knows? That's the thing with this show. That I, it's a thing I I did enjoy when whenever we do something like this, and it blew up in our faces with One Division, but it blew up in everyone's face with One Division, and that was more oh, a One Division thing because Wanda wasn't finished, and that, yeah, the pandemic, no. I get it, but you could have edited out the who's waiting over the hill line. You didn't have yeah. to do that. Famous, it's famous One Division for having a road procaster on it, so you know, <laughs> jeez. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do enjoy that like weekly. Oh, where are we gonna go and. I really like that every single time we say something with this, something different happens. And this time as well, we get to, again, do what do we think is going to happen for people listening? What's going to happen tomorrow on Friday before us? What's going to happen? Oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's got to, this has got to be he who remains, right? Yeah. It's got to be sure he who that, remains. It's probably going to be the Ant-Man. You but. can't get halfway through. You can't get halfway through without, without introducing he who remains. Yeah. Because we know who he is now. It's not like the first one. We're like, what's at the end of time? No, this is this has gone from that to a character-based thing. So we know where Sylvia is. Sylvia ain't going anywhere. So we need a reason. They're gonna, they got to leave Sylvia alone. So we need a reason for Sylvia yeah. to come back to them. And it starts with then. Then what's the big... You got four episodes left. What's the big story of the season? I'm, 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 I am expecting probably the, the that Vic, the timely, uh, Ant-Man three scene to happen that yeah. obviously it's now they're either maybe it's either they go to the sacred timeline now and the sacred timelines now being like altered and screwed with, or they're going to the surviving branches either for aid or to try and like stop incoming attacks well we're still after renslayer and renslayer can be yeah. your mcguffin we're gonna go here because we think it's her and it's not her it's him 
Oh, that was the other thing that bothered me. The woman that did a carpet bomb genocide of multiple uh, like universes, trillions if not more people, um, she gets arrested, but she's walk. They, they walk her off screen a second, literally within a second. I only noticed that she was being she was arrested. Yeah, that was sloppy on the second watch. Yeah, it's very sloppy. Nah. Uh, yeah, as opposed to we don't got time for this. Maybe they've determined that six is six is the magic number for these things. Maybe it doesn't feel like it is. Well, I think they've determined six is the number they want. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Uh, maybe because of viewership, maybe because of whatever, maybe in order to stay in the in the um, in the zeitgeist of social media and be the, the the darlings of. We used to call it Twitter. I guess now we call it X. Stupid. Um, but they've determined that, but. They've definitely, um, maybe they're realizing they don't got time for this, but then you should have made time for this. Yeah. Um, I feel they've inadvertently made that they don't have time yeah, for it's it. Not like, that, that, that's a construction of their own. It's not undoing. like Wanda where it's like, okay, you went a really slow, methodical pace and then had to, had to sprint the whole last episode. We're yeah. just skipping stuff. Which and, feels weird. Well, I feel to, like I've skipped it, a chapter. It, it, it needs to feel that things are earned and that reaction. That's yeah. the big thing. And nothing to feel earned right now. It just feels you're just, you've done point A point. It's like you're reading the pitch. And I'm like, cool, but yeah. are, we, are we doing something in the middle of this? Well, we'll fill that in later. And, and then yeah. we, just, we just didn't. So, yeah. Is it, maybe, maybe I'll be wrong next episode. Maybe I'll go, oh, it's all coming together. But yeah, this, felt like a, this it felt like a really like, just egregious well, error for me. Well, but I went, again, I went from my hate. I mean, the penultimate episode last year. I went from my hate yeah. this to what a conclusion! Wow. So mm. I don't know. Looking back, I don't know if it's because it made a good story. I just think they had a hell of a last episode. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I went back and went. Now I see why why episode five had to be so slow. Nope. <laughs> it was a well written and well performed episode. Yeah, that was it. It was to, just to end it on. That's the thing. They had so many good. You could have restructured Thanks. one to five, but in order to get yeah. there. But episode six, from them walking in to the end, that was a great hour. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So that has been episode two of season two of Keeping It Low Key. Uh, our usual socials are at Best Film Ever Pod on Twitter X. Uh, our Patreon at uh, Patreon forwards dot com forward slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. Uh, the episode that released this week says it'll be Thursday. Uh, we will have released with uh, BFF, the BFE Hermes on our roulette uh, choice spin the wheel episode. Spin on, the wheel, make a deal. Yeah, on uh, The Last Samurai. And we also had a see it or skip it. Uh, it was you and Liam on, uh, was it, is it called Wrestlers yeah, on the, Netflix? Yeah, the BBC Netflix collaboration, yeah. Wrestlers. Very good. Excellent. So. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Keeping It Low-Key. I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. And one thing, whether you like it or not, one thing with McDonald's, it's good food. Just take it to go. We'll see you next time. I hope next week I'm loving.